0: how's it going guys and welcome to episode three of the put me on podcast i'm your host jalen harrington and today i've got a surprise for y'all i am joined by a special guest technician arts and entertainment editor austin dunlow austin how are you doing today sir
1: I'm doing well, Jalen. How are you doing? I'm
0: great. How's your mental health?
1: Um, it's 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 occurring. It's That's, occurring? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Austin, uh, you've given me an album to listen to and I've given you an album to listen to. So let's start with the one that I had you listen to, which was Dunya's the scandal. Just overall thoughts. What'd you think of it?
1: Um, I thought it was a really good album. I thought it was really fun. I thought it was an interesting take on like a uh, self-empowerment female empowerment kind of album um i liked that it was definitely very r&b but it definitely had some like rock reggae kind of influences yeah and it was uh it was really interesting i really enjoyed it
0: now were there any any standout tracks that you really thought were were interesting um
1: i really enjoyed renaissance which is where i kind of really noticed the like psychedelic rock like reggae kind of influence right um i really liked like i said renaissance i really liked um rude and reckless which again uh kind of had some rock influences to me a little bit um yeah i think those were my two favorites
0: well a couple of my favorites uh i think delightful and specific were the two that really hit me what'd you think of delightful when you heard it
1: um i liked delightful i i specifically thought that i i liked it but i didn't feel like it fit the theme of the album um which was not a bad thing it was i wasn't upset about it it just i didn't feel like it fit the theme it was a good song but i didn't necessarily felt like it fit in the album yeah i
0: think when i was listening to the album the first time when i first found Dunya, i was like struck immediately by how much the first four to five songs are just like fuck you i'm here i'm better than you i don't care so like to get to delightful where she's like finally being vulnerable even though it doesn't it really doesn't fit with the other songs like i just i really like that aspect of it
1: yeah i definitely feel that i felt like um the only reason i said that is because i listened to i listened through to it one time and then i listened back when i actually wanted to listen more closely when I got to Delightful was when I really realized that every other song on this was like, I am better than you. And then this one was just like, maybe I'm not, which is like, <laughs> uh, I I I like that aspect of vulnerability, but I do feel like, in my personal opinion, I like songs like that to be later in the album. Like, if you're going to be vulnerable while the rest of the song is, or the rest of the album's not, I would prefer it to be near the end of the album, personally. But gotcha. Yeah.
0: I also think, I was... I was surprised while listening to it, again, talking about how she's kind of like, fuck you the entire time. Um, I wonder, is she bi? Like, there were a couple of lyrics that made it seem like yeah she goes both ways, and that kind of makes it make a little more sense to me.
1: Yeah, I kind of picked up some of those cues, too. Um, I definitely... Like, she talks a lot about, um, like, bitches chasing me and stuff like that, and I didn't know if it was more of a, I'm not only better than these men, but I'm also better than all of the rest of you. Or if it was, I'm not only better than the men I'm interested in, I'm also better than the women I'm interested (laughs) in, so. Just to be clear, yeah. Yeah. No. Um, But you mentioned specific, and I actually wrote the specific. There were parts of it that, do you know I Spy by Kyle? I don't. Okay, well there's a song called I Spy by Kyle, and it sounds very very similar certain parts of it to specific and I was kind of interested to hear that but <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say about that
0: no that that also occurred uh, when I was listening to your album you gave me um Janelle's dirty computer there was one song that I like literally I'm gonna have to listen to like all the artists that I like to find the song that that sounds like like that deja vu is just. It's crazy when it hits. Yeah,
1: there was actually like one other um, Rude and Reckless on here. I listened to the like the instrumental in the background sounded Mm -hmm. so similar to House of the Rising Sun. Um, I don't know which cover of House of the Rising Sun it sounds like, (laughs) but it sounds so specific. It's absolutely one of of them. them. Yeah, Yeah, it's definitely a cover of House of the Rising Sun.
0: Now, you mentioned when I told you it was going to be an album by Dunya that you were familiar with her already. What did you already heard from her? Um I had
1: heard something from her previous album, um Rich Girl Mood, I think was the title. Um it's featuring Kalani. Um it was definitely a similar theme of I am superior to you, but it was her and Kalani and I am totally okay mm-hmm. with them saying they are superior uh-huh. to me, um because
0: more than likely they are. Um so I am completely okay with that. No, it was it's really weird like um you have to get used to that being her vibe. Like, once you realize that's what she does, you're like, okay, I'm okay with this. And then when she's like, I'll spit in your mouth, you're like, yeah, okay, that's cool. I'm fine with that. (laughs) Yeah, I'll allow it. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, closing thoughts, just uh, to wrap things up. What do you think of Dunya as a whole, as an artist, and what do you think of that album?
1: I really, um, I think Dunya brings something um, to the table that, I mean, obviously, there's going to be a lot of like artists that do something similar. But I think that um, when I was looking into her, like sh- she has Moroccan roots. She knows French because Morocco. And <laughs> she um, she also like grew up in the U.S. So she has a lot of influences that um, we we recognize, but we don't see a lot necessarily uh, like North African music isn't really something that's super popular in the united states so to get some of that influence which i felt like were on some of the um like saw at first i felt like there were some instrumental things in the background that gave me some uh north african moroccan vibes i think that was really cool um i like her aesthetic i like her sound i like her influences um i thought it was overall a great album i think she's great i might listen to her more in the future
0: all right there you have it listen to dunya (laughs) y'all now on to the album that you gave me janelle monae's dirty computer now this has been on my list of albums to listen to for a while um and it was interesting
1: it was interesting it was Um, yeah that that wasn't necessarily the word i wanted to hear but no i definitely there were other albums that i had thought about that were like in the running to tell you but I knew you hadn't listened to Dirty Computer and I just felt like it's something that um as corny as it sounds like I listen to Dirty Computer literally like once a week. I think it's <laughs> an amazing album. Um I like the political message. It's kind of there, but it's it's definitely in your face, but it's mm-hmm. not in your face to the point where it's annoying, you know. Um but yeah, what are your thoughts? Um
0: Clarify your interesting comment. <laughs> <laughs> I not I feel like you're gonna be like disappointed in me. I um. <laughs> I um. Let's let's put it this way. When I so the first track is "Dirty Computer," that kind of just lets you know what the entire album's about. And as someone who had never listened to Janelle Monáe, the first thing that I always do when I listen to an artist is kind of check down a box of okay, what do you do? So the song starts, and I'm like, okay, can't sing very well. That's fine. <laughs> no, seriously, I mean, I, I, genuinely, I was like, okay, not a great singer. That's cool. Production, not really doing it for me, but it's cool. The metaphor of, like, being seen as a computer, also not really doing it for me, but we stuck it out. We stuck it out, okay? hmm That's all I have for y'all today. Thank you for listening to episode three of the Put Me On podcast. I am your host, Jalen Harrington. I was joined by Austin. Austin, say goodbye to the people.
1: Goodbye to the
0: people. Now, y'all remember, wash your hands, wear your mask, and I'll talk to y'all next week.